Welcome to 100 Stories of Hope. I'm your host, Anne Buckland, and we are on a massive journey of discovery this weekend to find out what hope means to people, what hope looks like, but also where hope is found, where sometimes hope seems that it's all but lost, really. Um, Now, I'm joined by your Laura Yates, um, founder of Hilltop... (laughs) Sorry, such... (laughs) Hilltop Hypnotherapy. (laughs) I'm so sorry. We are day four into the challenge and everything is just that little bit more tongue-tied than it would normally be. Um, Laura, how are you? I'm good, thank you, Anne. Yeah, really good. I'm really (laughs) honoured to be part of this. I've been listening to the podcast and they're brilliant. Oh, thank you. Thank you. We, um, We've been on quite a journey ourselves as well. The, the podcast series has certainly got challenging today in the fact that I think I've done a podcast, I don't think it's gone out yet, but that brings people on the journey in the fact that we thought we were going to catch up with everything yesterday, had everything planned and um, didn't quite go to plan. So today we, we are doing 40 podcasts, hopefully in one day to catch up with ourselves. So thank you so much for being part of it. What an achievement. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, well, I guess it would be nothing if we didn't have the hope to to carry on. Um, Laura, <laughs> what's what, what the, in action? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what does hope look like to you? I think hope is a... I'm not sure if it's a, what it looks like. I think it's more of a feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's that... Um, trust in yourself in the world around you um and holding on to that spark of everything will work out in the end that makes sense I like that holding on to the spark um what story to you epitomizes that um well I think from being a mother I learned a big um lesson in hope when I was pregnant with my first child Mm -hmm. um it all started off really well and I told my family and we were all really excited and uh my two grandmas were really excited about being great grandmas and I had my 12-week scan and everything was going smoothly and um then we had Christmas um and the whole family was you know um having a great time expecting the baby Two days after Christmas, sadly, my um, mum's mum passed away unexpectedly. Oh, no. um, and that was in the same week that I had my 20-week scan. <laughs> so uh, to cheer my mum up, I decided to take her. Oh, my husband agreed that we could take her to my 20-week scan. So I thought it would be lovely for her to see new life coming after the experience she'd had. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately at the 20 week scan um it's called an anomaly scan there were problems picked up with the baby um so it went from me supporting my mum to my mum basically supporting me as it felt like I'd been hit by a brick um Mm -hmm. as the um sonographer told me that basically we found some problems you're going to have to come back and speak to a consultant um so in the week between, or a couple of weeks between then and seeing the consultant, we had my grand's funeral. Um, 
And then at my consultant's appointment, I was basically advised that it might be sensible to terminate this pregnancy. Wow. Um, which hit pretty hard because obviously I'd lost my gran in the space mm. of, you know, the two weeks that we'd had. And um, I was really excited about being a mum and I had this nice big bump and I'd felt the baby kick. And um, so fun. <laughs> as irony would say that then my other gran got poorly and passed away (laughs) about three weeks after that so to be honest um as awful as it was I kind of see it as a a way of the world working out as it should Mm -hmm. because it was at that point that I said to my husband I've lost too much and I'm not going to lose this baby Uh, (laughs) whilst everyone around me was saying you know just think about it be pragmatic I said to him no I felt it kick um you know and I didn't have enough reasons to terminate without going into details about the medical um things that were going on no Mm. one could give me a definitive answer as to how affected my baby would be so for that reason I decided to continue um Mm -hmm. and the vicar at my second grandma's funeral actually blessed the baby for me um and I guess I never gave up on that hope that everything would be okay I had I live near Plymouth as you know we had trips up to Bristol Children's Hospital for scans Mm. and all sorts and we had the pediatric team on standby when he was born and I think whereas the world around us were all questioning what we were doing my husband and I we're adamant no this is what we're going to do we're going to have this baby and it's all going to be okay and very strangely uh when the baby was born the medical team took him off after half I had half an hour with him and the me- medical team took him off with scans brought him back three or four hours later uh said that the lump that they'd found they'd found in his tummy when he was in my tummy they couldn't find it so yeah so they scanned again two or three days later we were staying in the um transitional care world Mm -hmm. and they still couldn't find it so we were discharged (laughs) and then had to go back six weeks later and you know as a mum I think any mum would say you just hope against all hope your child is going to be okay and yep six weeks so we went back in so that they could find this lump and decide what they were going to do and it just, I said to the consultant at my 32 week scan, mm-hmm. um, what are the chances that this is going to be okay? And he said, miracles happen, but I don't think this is going to be a miracle. There's a definite issue there. We just don't know what it is. We haven't seen it before. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And um, six week scan, not a sign. <laughs> my son is now 11 this month and touch weird, fighting fit. An absolute legend. (laughs) Um, And I just, you know, he to me is the epitome of hope. I never gave up hoping. And I know, you know, we've all had different circumstances. And I really, there's a charity that I support now called um, Antenatal Results and Choices, which really supported me to make the right decision for me. And I cannot imagine what it must be to go through that situation and have you know 
to result in termination. Um, and I just feel really strongly about supporting mothers through that now because for me, that hope, um, I guess, kept me going. Uh, and I can't imagine what it would have been like to have had to, I guess, make different decisions. Yeah. So you're using the hope that came to you to kind of help others, but through, you know, even if they have to make the decision, helping them through that. Mm, Yeah. Yeah. It's a charity that's really close to my heart. That's amazing. And it sounds like a phenomenally hard situation and not a situation that anyone really ever wants to face. Um. But I like you, you always strike me as one of life's fighters that you're going to, once you've been through something, you're going to use it to make sure that you can help other people. And I think that's, that's amazing. Yeah, definitely. There's no point in going through these things if you can't help other people from it. It's, yeah. I think my dad said to me once, I hope one day you can look back and smile. And um, it's like with anything that we go through, like with what we're going through at the moment, it has been really difficult at times. I mean, homeschooling two children for a start I'm a teacher (laughs) but I know that one day we'll look back on this and smile and laugh about it you know being lucky enough to be able to do that um so yeah I think with anything it's trying to make a positive out of it thank you so much Laura it's it's real pleasure to speak to you thanks Anne thanks for having me (laughs)